Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy Valentine's Day. This is episode number 234 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is, Is God Pleased With You? Part 2. Are you a Christian who has accepted the love of God through the sacrifice of His Son, Jesus Christ, but you're not confident that God is pleased with you? Are you living your life stressed and full of anxiety? Are you trying to balance everything and yet you feel defeated and frustrated and without hope that anything can be done within the time frame that you're allowed? Do you want to please God? You may say, what a stupid question, Paula. Of course I want to please God. Well, since that is true, do you know if you're pleasing to God? Ultimately, last week, I shared that it is not any righteous works of our own that makes us pleasing to God. I shared Titus chapter 3, verses 5 to 7 in the New Living Translation. It says, He saved us, not because of righteous things we have done, but because of His mercy He washed away our sins, given us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of His grace, He made us right in His sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. So see, God didn't save us because we're doing everything right. We're keeping everything balanced. We're on top of everything. Everything is going away just as we planned. Oh, people, situations, our personal attitude, our mindset, everything is just holy and righteous day in and day out. Not, I'm pretty sure you can say, not Paula, that doesn't even happen. That's not real life. Okay, so then how are you supposed to live then? Are you supposed to live defeated and full of anxiety and not walking in peace and the joy of the Lord? The Word of God says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So are you supposed to be walking with God, with His kingdom purposes here on earth? Remember God's prayer says, on earth as it is in heaven. How are you supposed to be on earth and experience in heaven, and yet you're just going around sad or defeated or depressed because things just seem to get out of hand and you're not able to stay on top of your responsibilities or maybe even the demands on your life. And you just feel it's not fair or you feel like life is just dark. That's not how it's supposed to be for you as a child of God. And you know what? It doesn't have to be. 
because it's not by your righteous acts that you were saved. It's because of God's mercy that you were saved. And he washed your sins away. He gave you a new birth. He allowed you to be indwelt with his Holy Spirit. And so here he's given you grace, as it says in Titus, so that you're made right in his sight. And he gave, gave is past tense. He gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. What is it that we're trying to do or who is it that we're trying to please? We already have everything we need for eternal life. So then where does the pressure come from that makes us feel defeated? Do you feel defeated right now as a mother? Do you feel like a failure as a wife? Do you feel like you can't keep up as an employee? Do you feel that you're losing out as a friend? Do you just feel like a mess and yet you're a godly woman? You're in Christ? John chapter 12, verse 37 to 43 says, Even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason, they could not believe because, as Isaiah says elsewhere, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts, nor turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Now here's the part I want you to really listen and focus on in verse 42. Yet at the same time, many even among the leaders believed in him, But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. Now, a lot of times that's the issue right there. We're allowing pressure from other people to cause us to feel defeated or to cause us not to be able to live in the fullness of Christ because we are putting so much pressure on ourselves because we want human praise more than the praise of God. Human praise comes when you measure up or achieve in accordance with their standards. But God is fully pleased by your being in Jesus Christ right now. And even more pleased when your life reflects the character of Jesus in your everyday life. His love for you doesn't cease. So if you know that this is true, why would there be a heaviness upon you or a sadness or a feeling of defeat or hopelessness or being discouraged if you know for a fact that you are fully pleasing to God because you're hidden in Jesus Christ because of your salvation, and also that his love for you doesn't cease, then what is going on? Maybe you need to pray and ask God, are you loving human praise more than praise from God? Are you trying to prove yourself? Are you trying to measure up in a way that even God is not requiring of you? John twelve forty three says, for they love the glory that comes from man, more than the glory that comes from God. And a lot of times that's the issue. We have to check our hearts and ask God to help us. So how can you be confident that you're pleasing God? In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 and 21, 
It says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of his sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. What is this scripture telling us? If you have put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and the God of peace, which was brought to you through the death of Jesus and through the blood covenant that you made an agreement by putting your faith and trust in him, you are able to be made complete in every good work to do his will. Why? Because it says in here, it's God that's working in you to help you to be well-pleasing in his sight. It is through Jesus Christ that he is going to get the glory and be pleased with your life. So a lot of times when you're going through your everyday responsibilities and demands and things are not turning out the way that you want them to, maybe you should just stop and say, Lord, things are not going the way that I would have them to do. I'm asking you to work in me to do that which is pleasing in your sight. I know that in your word, you said that you would be able to make me complete in every good work to do your will. I am overwhelmed. I am being misunderstood. I am being attacked. I am experiencing conflict. I am experiencing opposition. Whatever is going on, talk to the Lord and ask him to work in you to do that which is pleasing in his sight. He said he would, and he's not a liar. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Sometimes, again, we feel that pressure because we want to look good in the sight of other people, even if it's just people in our home or even if it's just us. We have certain standards and we have things that make us feel good. But somewhere along the line, when things don't go the way that you want them to go, or when there's a host of demands that you just cannot meet, somewhere in there you have to stop and ask God for wisdom and pray and ask him which thing comes next. And you do that, and then you trust him for the next thing, and you trust him for the next thing. Even if you're not able to get it all done in one day, Because sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof, God says. So he's given you enough grace for each day. And so you operate within that day and you trust him for the next. And I know this sounds like a bunch of words or religious language, but I don't believe that God's word is that. I believe there's power in his word. When you hear his word and you believe him and you receive it and you walk by faith, in accordance with what God says in his word. In Psalm 69, verse 30 to 31, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. Now look at this. There are a lot of verses in the Bible that tells us how to please God. One of the ways to please God, according to Psalm 69, is to break out with a song and magnify him with thanksgiving. So can you imagine everything's collapsing around you and you just put on a song or you just sing from a song within your heart and you start magnifying the Lord and thanking him. And then all of a sudden that's pleasing God and you feel like, okay, you know what? I'm going to please God. I'm going to thank God in the midst of all this. I feel like crying 
Or you might say, I'm really angry. But if you would just bring a song of praise up in your heart and magnify him, even in the midst of chaos, that would please the Lord. He says, more than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. (laughs) I know that doesn't seem to measure up with today in 2020. But it's talking about even more than any other sacrifice or anything that you could do. That praise and that thanksgiving would please God. All right, so now go on, put some praise music on, and I'll meet you here next week. And smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.